0: Before we begin today's episode, I want to give a shout out to all of my other NHL podcasters at the Locked On Podcast Network. You need to check those guys out because the draft lottery is fast approaching and also the NHL playoffs are in full swing and we've seen a lot of upsets and a lot of things to look forward to. So check out my colleagues once you are done listening to this podcast. And if you enjoy my podcast, Please leave a good review on Apple Podcasts and I will give you guys a shout out in the next episode. So, let's talk about Luke Hughes, the little brother of Quinn and Jack Hughes. What does he bring to the table in terms of his repertoire and resume? And how could he impact the New Jersey Devils? And why do the New Jersey Devils need him if we do have the opportunity to draft him? Also... Why do the New Jersey Devils need a defenseman? So if we aren't able to get Luke Hughes, like say if we get the first overall pick and we need to draft Owen Power, okay, that's another University of Michigan man. So the the one thing I'm just saying is is that New Jersey we need a defenseman. So why not go for Luke Hughes? Because most likely, guys, you know, let's not get our hopes up about getting the first overall pick. It would be nice, but at the same time, I think we're all fond about Luke Hughes right now, little brother Jack Hughes, and I can already picture it now. Uh, Jack Hughes just uh, appearing on NHL network and just saying the new jersey devils are proud to select uh luke hughes my little brother to this great organization i can see it right now so let's talk about that fantasy and what does luke hughes bring to the table and what has he done in recent years that has put him on the radar of nhl scouts we have a lot to discuss in this episode so buckle up you're locked on devils your daily podcast on the new jersey devils All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to Locked On Devils Podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 1.32 p.m. Eastern Time, May 31st, 2021 at the time of this recording. And I just want to say, because at the time of this recording, it is Memorial Day. I just want to say once again, thank you to all those who have served this great country, both at home and abroad. And for those who paid the ultimate sacrifice, you are certainly not forgotten. Thank you doesn't even begin to scratch the surface of what you've been able to do for this great country and to fight for our freedoms and I hope everyone is enjoying the long weekend but we still have some devil's news to discuss. So obviously guys the draft lottery is fast approaching and this is the major domino to fall for the New Jersey Devils in order to have a successful offseason and a successful future. Now obviously the draft was just a few months ago back in October so it really hasn't been that much time since uh, the New Jersey Devils were made making their selections to build around for the future. So obviously guys, I, we have a really good chance of getting that first overall pick and Our worst-case scenario will be number six. So you know we're going to be anywhere from one to six. It's just a matter of, like, you know, how the draft lottery works, and I'm really looking forward to that. And either on Thursday's episode, you're either going to hear me rant or you're going to hear me praise. And overall, if we are able to get that third overall pick, I believe it will be the third time in five years because, guys, remember, we have Nico Heizer and we have Jack Hughes. Both are former first overall picks, and we know what Jack Hughes was able to do last season, and we know what Nico Heizer is potentially capable of doing if he plays in more games he's obviously our head captain so I believe those two first overall picks despite uh getting off to you know I guess uh slow starts in their careers because Nico Heiser got off to a fast start however it's kind of gone downhill a little bit due to injuries and for Jack Hughes he got off to a slow start but what do I keep saying on this show he really picked it up this season he made a complete 360 and I totally anticipate that he's going to be one of the alternate captains for this organization come this upcoming season later in the year but overall uh, I think those two first overall picks like I said have panned out for the most part well for us but you know it would be nice to get another first overall pick but overall guys I've told you many I think we are past the drafting stage if I'm being completely honest with you. I personally believe that we're at the stage where the New Jersey Devils can sign key guys to help build, uh, you know, organization around us. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to complain if we get the first overall pick. But the question is, is like, you know, what's going to happen if we do get a high selection? Like like I told you guys, we're going to get anywhere from one to six. So who are we going to draft? Well, a lot of people, including myself, have been saying Luke Hughes, who is the uh, younger brother of Jack and Quinn Hughes, and we obviously know what Quinn Hughes is capable of for the Vancouver Canucks, and we know what Jack Hughes is capable of because we see it every night, but Overall, wouldn't it be nice to get uh, another Hughes brother onto our organization because he's one of the youngest players in the draft. But uh, I think that would be best case scenario for us uh, if, if we don't get the first overall pick. I believe, you know, uh, if Luke Hughes is still on the board, then I think we can grab him. But overall, guys, like uh, based on the mock drafts I'm seeing, I don't think Luke Hughes is projected to go number one on any boards that I'm seeing. Right now, I'm seeing Owen Power, who's another Michigan man uh, being projected to be drafted. Drafted, number one um and obviously you know there's a few others but I think Luke Hughes is really uh falling anywhere from three to six based on what I'm seeing and obviously guys it depends on uh, the team that gets those picks because obviously each team needs something different. And for us, I believe we need defense. Specifically, we need a left handed defensive man to build for our future. So obviously, like when you know, when we're looking at our line combinations right now, so obviously we have Severson and we have Murray. So Murray is obviously a left handed defensive man and Severson is a right handed defensive man. Murray hasn't really been stepping up this season, but you know, I'm just trying to paint you guys a picture because like I told you guys, it's going to be a while before we see Luke Hughes at the NHL level because, you know, obviously they have to, you know, do a few years. Uh, Luke Hughes, I believe he's going to play his freshman year at the University of Michigan. And then obviously we have to play him in the AHL before we bring him up. But overall, I'm just trying to paint you guys the picture of what we overall need. So right now uh, for our roster, if PK Subban is still on our roster come the start of the season... Suban is obviously a right-handed defenseman, and then we have Ty Smith, who is a left-handed defenseman who is developing in the right direction. But overall, I would love to see uh, a combination of Smith and Hughes, not not together, not together, not two left-handed defensemen together. I'm just saying overall, just like. You know, we have two great left handed defensemen to look forward to because even though Ty Smith was drafted relatively high in his respective draft class, and he was, uh, I think, one of the best defensemen in that respective draft class, I don't think anyone anticipated it for him to have the season that he's already having. And I believe Luke Hughes, along with his brother, you know, you already got the chemistry right there. So I think that would be a great fit for the New Jersey Devils organization because right now, uh, when I'm looking at our roster, obviously we have Ty Smith, who's a left handed defenseman, and then, you You know, I look at Murray, I look at Butcher, and I look at Ball, and obviously Ball has shown glimpses of being good. But overall, you know, nothing special quite yet. Butcher, I've already talked about a couple episodes ago. I really uh, am looking forward to when he becomes an unrestricted free agent. We don't have to resign him. And then obviously Murray, but I, I, would we resign Murray to a few more years? Maybe. I mean, it's not like he has any other options to go anywhere because, you know, he was pretty disappointing. But, you know, I, I'm willing to take a risk on him. But, you know, I'm looking at like Severson, who's one of our alternate captains, or, you know, this past year. And then Siegenthaler, who uh, Lindy Ruff is very fond of for some reason obviously, we got Matt Tennyson. But overall, guys, uh, we need defense. And I think that's what's really going to drive us into the right direction. Because obviously, we have Nico Heizer. We have Jack Hughes. And then uh, the young guys that everyone is talking about. We have uh, Alexander Holtz, who we drafted uh, this past year's uh, NHL draft. Also, Dawson Mercer, who's a center. And then obviously, we got Nolan Foote, the son of Adam Foote. So a lot of our young guys that we're looking forward to are forwards. We need defense. Like, defense wins you games. And obviously, guys, what have I been saying the last couple episodes in that Mackenzie Blackwood uh defense episode I guess you could say because I was saying that people were saying that Mackenzie Blackwood wasn't a good goaltender I said he didn't really have a defense to help him out so I'm just saying like if we're able to get some defense and something to look forward to because obviously we have Ty Smith and Ty Smith has been a huge uh centerpiece in this rebuild for the New Jersey Devils already I believe if he would have finished off the season and the Devils would have finished in a more respectable position more people would be talking about him potentially winning the Calder Memorial Trophy obviously that went out the door as soon as the Devils just went below mediocrity. So, uh, you know, that's not fair on Ty Smith, but. Everyone knows in in the Mass Mutual East Division, in our organization, we know how good Ty Smith can be. But overall, I think we need more defense to look forward to. So, you know, one guy I've been really looking forward to is Riley Walsh. And uh, obviously, uh, he was teammates with Adam Fox, who I believe is going to win the Norris Trophy this year. And who was uh, the coach of Adam Fox last season? Well, it was Lindy Ruff. So I'm just saying if Riley Walsh is given an opportunity to, to play at the NHL level, and Lindy Ruff is still there, I believe Riley Walsh can be something special if he's under the right system, and I believe his system, uh, Ruff's system, I mean, will fit in favor of Walsh, and I believe uh, Luke Hughes would be a great add for this organization. So, you know, I- I'm seeing reports that Hughes could slide a bit in the first round, and we, we obviously might need some help, but obviously I, I think a lot of people would be uh, looking forward to having Luke Hughes on our team. And uh, the lowest I'm seeing that he is going to go is number five, courtesy of TSN, the Puck Authority, uh, Dubber Prospects, I hope I pronounced that correctly, and the highest I see him go is like number one, and that's by like people like FC Hockey or Recruit Scouting. But overall, I think everyone knows that, you know, between one and six, I believe Luke Hughes will fall in the middle. But uh, we're going to talk more about what he could potentially bring to our organization. But first, it's time for the first live read this morning. And it comes from Wealthfront. So uh, investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks no watching the stock market every day they automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control Wealthfront is entrusted with over $20 billion of assets and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL to start saving today. All you need is $5,000 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. So obviously, so far, we talked about what the New Jersey Devils need, and I told you guys they need defense. I told them they needed defense in last year's NHL draft, but obviously they elected to go for Alexander Holtz. However, Jamie Drysdale and Jake Sanderson were unfortunately removed from consideration once they were drafted Before Holtz in that year's uh, NHL draft. So obviously that was kind of out the door for the New Jersey Devils. And it was a no-brainer. But I feel as though we have a good chance to get a very good defenseman in this year's NHL draft. All we need to do is have the chips go our way. For once, that's all I'm asking because like I told you guys, we need defense because our defense is atrocious and so far, all the young prospects that we're excited for, that we're looking forward to, to help impact our team are all fours, whether it's already impacted players including Nico Heizer and Jack Hughes or young guys who still are looking to make their footing, which is like Nolan Foot, no pun intended. And then obviously, we have Dawson Mercer and the big guy, Alexander Holtz. Those are all forwards, guys. We need defense to look forward to because defense is what's going to help us win. So far, Ty Smith has held his end of the bargain. I really trust Lindy Ruff to say that Jonas Siegenthaler will be something special for the Devils like a top six defenseman or top six rotation man I don't know what the case might be but overall I trust Lindy Ruff because so far he has found a lot of good diamonds in the rough or has developed them in the right way so I'm looking forward to that and he's not afraid to get on them just ask Nikita Gusev but overall guys uh when we're looking at um Luke Hughes so according to some of my colleagues at the Hockey Writers uh he is among the top at his position in even strength primary points per game with 0.38, according to Pick 224, so um, you know there's something he can contribute right there. So you know he'll get a high amount of respectable points. And like his brothers, uh, Hughes' strength is his skating, mobility, and high-end offensive awareness. Now, who have I described that to AT before in an episode and also in an article for the hockey writers? Oh right, Jack Hughes, because I said, here's what made Jack Hughes successful during his Team USA days, here's what made him the first overall pick, here's what made uh, people believe in him despite his small stature, it was the fact that he could skate really well, and that he had a high uh, offensive awareness, like his hockey IQ is through the roof, that's what made him successful, and that's what made him successful this particular season, because after his disappointing rookie season, I said, here's what Jack Hughes needs to go back to in order to be successful. He needs to rely on his mobility because he's short in stature. And he needs to rely on his great skating ability. Albeit, he did get moved off the puck a couple of times due to his small stature. But what did Jack Hughes do? He gained weight in order to be more successful. Now, Luke Hughes is a little taller than Jack Hughes. He's six foot two and weighs 176 pounds. So I still think that Luke Hughes should gain some more weight in order to be a, you know, polarizing defenseman in this league, but it just seems like the Hughes are just, you know, small guys. Like they're not really big towering guys and that's okay because I think that Jack Hughes with all the weight he gained this year I think he actually lost it towards the end of the year because if you look at some of his post-game interviews you know he's looking you know rather skinny like you know again not that he was ever like big to start the year but you know obviously you saw a little more muscle added at the beginning of the year but it just seems like the Hugheses are just small you know guys and that's okay but you just have to use it to your advantage so obviously his skating and mobility and his offensive awareness, that's going to be key. So the fact that he's a very good offensive player and that he is able to be aware of his surroundings and try to make people around him better, that can really play a huge dividend towards us in the near future. Now, I'm not trying to get excited. I'm not trying to say it's guaranteed that Luke Hughes will come to the New Jersey Devils. Like I told you guys, there's so many factors. Where are the New Jersey Devils going to draft? What teams are before us? Because remember, guys, drafting really depends on uh, what your team needs. And I think Lindy Ruff, I think Tom Fitzgerald, I think everybody in the Devils organization is finally aware that we have a chance to grab a really good defensive man and uh just try to you know take our rebuild to the next level now i never thought that we would ever try to tank to specifically get luke hughes until a listener you know brought it up to me were the devils purposely trying to tank i don't really think so i think we were really trying to compete and go to the next level because we felt confident enough in our players but you know the fact that we're in this position right now i guess it's uh whatever kind of thing but it can really have a high reward kind of thing so When he reaches top speed, he's very difficult to try and slow down, according to my colleagues at the Hockey Writers who have done a recruiting uh, article involving Luke Hughes. So the fact that Luke Hughes is just like his brother Jack in that regard in terms of mobility and his speed, he would be a very interesting piece to add to this New Jersey Devils roster because I would love to see both of their strengths uh, capitalized to a T because I think that would actually be a good duo despite Luke being a defenseman and Jack being a forward I really think that both of them can mesh well together and and be a good dynamic duo, and it will be an interesting tangent, you know, just, it'll it, it be so interesting to see what a defenseman can do to try to help a forward, especially since they're both brothers, so we've seen how Jack Hughes can make the people around him better, and overall have a better impact, I wonder what he could potentially do to his little brother, so some of his strengths include puck movement, skating, passing, and offensive awareness, now you wouldn't think that he's a defenseman, because according to uh, the hockey writers as well, they said this, He uh, needs to work on his continue with consistency on the defensive side and decision-making. So... Even though he has a high offensive IQ, it seems like sometimes he makes poor decisions. And, you know, that's okay. That happens when you're young, and that comes with experience. So I'm not too worried about that. But, you know, uh, with his defensive side, look, I-, I I know you're a great offensive two-way player. But at the same time, you know, here's what we need. We just need you to uh, be good defensively. Like, I'm going to go out on a limb, and you guys probably will not like my answer to this. But I'm going to make a hot take here. If Luke Hughes is able to be a good defensiveman, like a good just stay-at-home defensiveman for this organization and his offensive numbers go down... Quite honestly, I'll be satisfied with that because at the end of the day, here's what I want out of my defensive men. Yes, it would be nice if they're a two-way kind of player, but at the same time, we've seen how much of a liability that could be. Like, look at P.K. Subban, for example, when he's just driving the puck from the point area and it's getting redirected or it's getting blocked. It's a huge liability. So that's what we need to look at when you're a two-way defensive man. Now, here's the thing. Here's something that could work out for Luke Hughes. We talked about the system that he would be under with Lindy Ruff because I project that Lindy Ruff is going to see out his entire contract uh, for the next, what, two or so years, so uh, the thing about um, Lindy Ruff's system, and even though if Lindy Ruff is long gone, uh, you know, wh- you know, hypothetically speaking, if uh, Lindy Ruff is not there when uh, Luke Hughes is able to join the organization, I still feel like some of the values that Ruff taught the young players will still be instilled inside of their minds because, you know, uh, just of the success he was able to do with people like Jack Hughes, Sharon Govage, Koukinen, all those young guys were able to contribute at a high and mild level. And I feel like without Lindy Ruff, you know, then their contribution would not be the same. And also, uh, one thing I need to say is that Wedgwood was also pretty decent in the first half of the year as well. So there's another diamond in the rough that Lindy Ruff was able to get the best out of, you know, albeit it was temporary, but at the same time, we talked about the situation for Wedgwood. So I feel as though, um, you know, Lindy Ruff's system of two-way play will fit in really well with someone like Luke Hughes. So, like I said, if if we're able to get Luke Hughes and we're able to get him onto his organization ASAP, then I feel as though he would fit really well with the New Jersey Devils organization. Because, remember guys, I said this like over a year ago, I believe, which is that uh, Lindy Ruff really loves two-way play. And now it has been a detriment to him, especially during his Dallas Stars days, what he was trying to do with Jamie Benn. But at the same time, you know, we we know that Lindy Ruff, I think he leans to more of a defensive kind of thing. I, I, it didn't really work out too well. I think this year he more of leaned towards the forwards. But obviously, you know, that that's something we're just going to have to see as the season progresses. But overall, I think with the two-way play that Luke Hughes is able to do uh, for a, any respective team that he's on, I feel like he would fit in quite well with the New Jersey Devils because that's what we need. We're, we're always looking for more offense, but at the end of the day, it's not really a priority because I don't think our offense is a problem. I think our defense is the problem. So if Luke Hughes is able to be just a you know solid defensive man and hold his ground in the defensive end in our zone and just protect um, uh, the netminder in the defensive zone. Quite honestly, I'm okay with that, quite honestly. You know, I, I know you guys might say, Trey, I would much rather if he's a two-way play. That's great and all, but remember guys, usually two-way defensive men in this league are huge liabilities because you got to give them reps and obviously they can't go deep into the zone too often, otherwise you leave yourself very vulnerable. So, you know, when we're seeing like Subban drive one from the point and it's getting redirected or it's getting blocked, we see how much of a liability it can be, especially if the puck is not hitting the twine and he's not lighting the lamp. I'm just saying that. So obviously we still have some more to discuss in terms of Luke Hughes, but it's time for the second live read this morning and it comes from Built Bar. So Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their phase. If you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. They have coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. You know what my favorite flavor is? Excuse me. It is birthday cake. And by the way, my birthday is in a little over a month, July 8th. Hint, hint. So if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you can get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar's the best tasting uh, protein bar ever, but they're also very healthy too. Most of the flavors have uh, 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. So order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like offer is go to builtbar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Now, what's one of the fundamental issues that I've been talking about this season for the New Jersey Devils in terms of like what was their uh, downfall in terms of dropping games or blowing games, blowing leads, whatever the case might be. I said they didn't know how to clear the zone. They didn't know how to get the puck down onto the other end on their offensive zone on their attack and overall that was what their downfall was and ultimately guys you know we saw what happened in the Flyers game against uh Claude Giroux in which he was able to score what like two goals within 90 seconds I I don't mean to bring up a sore subject but ultimately you know we are looking to the future to try to fix that and obviously you know I'm not saying uh he's going to be the answer but you know when it comes to Luke Hughes He has a really good shot, guys. Like, he has a really good stick. And he knows how to protect the puck extremely well. And according to reports, he's not afraid to go below the net and basically just... Uses nice aim and trajectory to try to dish it off to an open teammate and basically find the open lane to a teammate in high traffic situations so obviously uh we talked about his decision making and sometimes maybe he didn't make the right decision but we know he has potential to do much better and just polish that off but like I told you guys that usually just comes with age if you're someone like Luke Hughes because he's 17 years old he's one of the youngest players in this respective draft class so that's just going to come with age and obviously uh when he's around people in the NFL who've been uh, in this situation before he'll have some growing pains but at the same time I think uh, he'll do something really special so he's very efficient at stretching the play to make a long breakout pass from his own end for a quick uh, counter-attack and uh, that's something we need as well because remember guys when I go back to that Flyers game we really could have gotten an empty netter in order to uh, just put the game to bed so Uh, But it didn't. Uh, Claude Giroux is able to tie the game, goes into OT, and we dropped the ball hard on that. So, you know, obviously, when we're looking at Luke Hughes in that regard, that's something that uh, we need to, uh, you know, keep in mind, which is he's able to pass the puck really well. He's able to, you know, have nice breakout passes. He's a team player like his brother. So, you know, when we're talking about his uh, shooting ability, we also need to talk about his potential passing ability and his decision making. So, like I told you guys, not afraid to go below the net, make a nice breakout pass, in order to just find an open teammate and overall pad his points total. Because like I told you guys, he's one of the highest um, team members on his respective organization in terms of getting a high amount of points. So, you know, the fact that we have a potential defenseman who could do that, like I told you guys, is a big hypothetical because there's no guarantee that we'll get Luke Hughes. There's no guarantee that even if he is available on the board that we'll draft him because, you know, someone could have a brain cramp or whatever when the case might be. I don't know. I've seen crazier, but at the end of the day, Uh, you know, Luke Hughes, he loves to shoot that puck and he possesses a great shot similar to like his brother. So, you know, I'm just saying, so he could get the puck on the net at the right time. And he likes to cut into high danger area for a quick release without any issue. So, uh, obviously we talked about his speed and his athletic ability to just you know, bob and weave through traffic like a race car driver. So he is a full package player, guys. And I would be really happy if we're able to get someone like that because it seems like him as a defensive man, he possesses a lot of offensive qualities that not even a lot of forwards possess. So it goes to show you how special this kid could potentially be for the New Jersey Devils. So I guess uh, the biggest concern, according to reports, is just, you know, his decision making, like I told you guys, and his defensive side of the puck. Um, and you know, uh, but the thing is, is that, you know, that could be, uh, worked on through time, worked on through experience. And, uh, according to reports, it says that he would jump and attack quite a bit, getting caught out of position. So like I told you guys. I'd rather have a player who's too jumpy than too lazy, because you can uh, tone down jumpy, but you can't really push someone to not be lazy, if you know what I mean, so the fact that he's too jumpy, I actually kind of like that, It, it goes to show that he has a passion, that he has an effort, and that he overall is just really excited to just get to the puck and make a difference, but at the same time, he needs to know, when you get too jumpy, when you get too antsy, when you get too excited, it can lead to a lot of mistakes, and it can leave you very vulnerable. So, like, that's another issue that the New Jersey Devils had. Sometimes they got a little too jumpy, they got a little too excited, and they blew wide open opportunities. So, that's what I'm talking about for Luke Hughes. That could just be polished over time. So, obviously, uh, you know, I guess a lot of people want to know is that, you know, w- what's going to happen to him? So, obviously, we talked about his strengths, we talked about his weaknesses, we talked about what he could potentially do in a game, what he needs to work on. But, what is his NHL potential? So his puck moving abilities and shooter mentality makes him a number one power play quarterback. And what do we need? We need power play numbers to go up, guys. That's one of the reasons why I kind of have my eye on Seth Jones, because if you put Seth Jones in the Devils roster with his current stats right now, he's up there in power play goals, even though he only had a couple this season, and also power play points. He would be second on the team, or I believe tied for second. So that's why I have my eye on Seth Jones, who's also defensive, because I'm like, we need to improve on our specialty teams. And if I see a player who has good power play or good penalty killing minutes, then I'm jumping the board on him. So the fact that Luke Hughes can be a very good quarterback in the power play really says something because I believe Alexander Holtz was actually doing pretty uh, well in the power play as well for the Binghamton Devils in his few games uh, playing with them uh, to finish off the season. So, um, you know, he's growing a list of just a lot of defending players that you don't really see too often anymore. And a lot of people are wondering what he could he be like? Well, yeah, uh, according to, uh, Jack Hughes, he's sort of like a, uh, younger version of his older brother, Quinn. So the fact that, uh, Luke Hughes is sort of, I guess you could say it now as a poor man's Quinn Hughes and Quinn Hughes is is already an all-star at the NHL level. So the fact that we can add someone like that really says something. and could really, uh, you know, take the league by storm because I don't want to jump on the bandwagon and say like, oh, this guy is going to be the greatest. He's going to be the next big thing. We've already done that twice with Lafreniere and Jack Hughes. And I hate to break this to you guys. Both of them didn't really have good seasons. I'm just being completely honest. Albeit Jack Hughes' season was cut short due to the COVID pandemic. And Lafreniere only had 56 games to, you know, try to make an impact. And the Rangers were, you know, on the on the brink of making the playoffs, but weren't quite there. But overall, it's just like, what, what are we looking at right here? So uh, we're looking at someone who's a first-year eligible 2021 draft pick. Someone who can really make an impact both on the offensive and also the de- defensive end. And the fact that uh, one of his main issues is that he's too jumpy. That's the main issue that everyone's talking about. Quite honestly, guys, we need to get jumpy and try to get Luke Hughes, quite honestly. So, Luke Hughes, if he is on the board and he is available and we don't have that first overall pick because, quite honestly, guys, if we uh, do get the first overall pick, I think uh, the New Jersey Devils, I think they would be kind of stupid not to go with Owen Power, another University of Michigan man, because remember, uh, Luke Hughes is committed to play at the University of Michigan, so... You know there's that so we have two Michigan man and uh, I believe Owen Power in that regards would it be cool to have Luke Hughes on the team but I think a lot of people say Owen Power should go number one and also Owen Power is a defensive man so you know uh, there's that as well I would be I would be okay if we got either Owen Power or uh, Luke Hughes so if we get the first overall pick I say get Owen Power if we get anywhere from two to six and you know hopefully we don't get worst case scenario where we get number six because Luke Hughes will most likely be off the board however However, like I told you guys there are some reports that he might fall just a little bit due to the other forwards that would be taken ahead of him but you know if we're able to get Luke Hughes and we have like say the fourth or the uh third overall pick then we need to get him we need to get Luke Hughes on this team because we need defense to look forward to to our future because we can't just be looking at Siegenthaler we can't be looking at Smith to really you know take our defense by storm because Smith is really good and I know he's already a left-handed defenseman but why not get another left handed defenseman to look forward to? That's all I'm saying. So, uh, I, I've given you guys uh, overall what you should look forward to for Luke Hughes. And before I close out the show, let's look at some of his stats. This is courtesy of elite prospects. So, obviously, similar to his brother, he played uh, for the US national U18 team of the USDP. He appeared in 38 games. He had six goals, 28 assists for a grand total of 34 points. So like I told you guys, he loves to shoot, but he knows where to find his teammates, especially on these breakout passes, finding the lane in open traffic, and overall just knowing how to pass the puck beautifully and similar to his brother. So that's something that we should be looking at as well. And then uh, when he was playing with the USHL League for the USNT uh, DP Juniors, he appeared in 18 games, had four goals, 11 assists for a grand total of 15 points. But I, I believe his highest goal came from Little Caesars, 15U, AAA, uh, when he appeared in 71 games, had 22 goals, 61 assists for a grand total of 83 points. Albeit that's 15U, but I'm telling you guys, that kid is something special. So not only can he provide on the offensive end, but he knows how to find his teammates and he can be a decent defensive end if we just polish him up on that side as well. So that's all I'm saying is that Luke Hughes has potential to be something special. He has potential to be an all-around player. He, he has the ability to contribute on the offensive end. He has the ability to find his teammates and, you know, also pad his stats a little bit more. And he can be a decent defenseman if we just settle him down and polish him up. So that's why a lot of people are on the bandwagon for someone like Luke Hughes. And I believe we should go full throttle for a player like that. So I told you guys what we need. Uh, why should we draft Luke Hughes and what he brings to the table? So let me know what you guys think on Twitter on Locked On Devils, And that's all the time I have for you guys today. In tomorrow's episode, I will obviously talk about uh, what's going to happen later that day in terms of the draft lottery and what are the worst-case scenarios for the New Jersey Devils. Obviously, you know, we have to uh, prepare for the worst. You know, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. That's all I have to say. So uh, continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Go Devils. And also... Keep an eye out for Luke Hughes if he is available on that board. Thanks for tuning in.